I could leave and they'd replace me with Tom Cruise. It costs them more money. Tom Cruise? No. I guess, Sorry, Crofton. Shouldn't realize. You need to make the cut. We have to get someone better than him. Yeah, maybe somebody he like doesn't him. have your breadth of knowledge. It's true. <laughs> it's true. His answer to all questions would be like, well, let me ask L. Ron Hubbard. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. For you guys, unlimited opinion where conversation is the foundation of higher thoughts. My name is Bo Schwartz. Joining me today, as always, is Mr. Got a lot of energy on Sunday, Michael Hodgins. Mike, hello. Got a lot of Yes, I have a fair amount of energy, I suppose. Yeah, well, I summoned it for the show. Sweet. Hello. And Mr. No Energy on a Sunday. Uh, Crofton Steers. Crofton, if it t- it's too hard to say hello, just nod, and I'll narrate what you're doing to the audience. <laughs> Thanks, Bo. <laughs> well, you're tired. You don't have emphysema, though, right? Or, do you have that, too? I was I was actually not going to disclose that I was tired because I thought, you know what? Maybe people will just be able to tell because they've built up a bond with me over so many episodes. They'll just feel it. And I won't have to go into detail about it. But now you put me on the spot, you dirty bastard. It's what I do. It's professionalism and podcasting. We've got to stay current. We talk about our lives. We keep it informal. And we, we, we reveal a part of our souls. This show in particular, at least for me, is a place where, you know, we talk about topics, but we talk about them in relation to us. So I fer- feel a very deep connection with you guys, with the topics, with the audience. And uh, so I guess, yeah, sorry for calling you out. You should have told me pre-show that you would like to keep up a facade <laughs> for the audience that you were, you were like... Um, well, it should know. be taken for granted that I always want to keep up a facade. The worst thing... Right? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Right now they think, you know, obviously I'm super intelligent, the always right, the best looking, all that stuff. And only part the, of that is the, the most facade. humble. The most humble. The most humble. Yeah. So, I mean, some of it's a facade. Right. Like Donald Trump. The rest of it is, is like, you know, authentic. Like... Uh, I'm trying to th- think of an authentic politician, and uh, I don't really. I'm too tired to really invent one. Do you think? Gonna... Do you think Justin Trudeau is an authentic politician? No. Really? No. You ever heard him give a speech? It's pretty stilted. I have to say, though, uh, I think I think the rest of the world, if if headlines and the news media are to be believed, and I think we're pretty skeptical on the show, Canada's looking like a great place for everyone to want to live. You know, well, they, they have the U.S. has Donald Trump on the horizon. Like, yeah. it, it, probably a lot of places look like, and, and Canada is pretty much the same as the United States, like minus guns and, you know, plus healthcare. So well, yeah, and sure there's it looks the, like a good place. There's the British exit. The British want to come over too here too, and um, but yeah, knowing Trump might win for Americans is probably like knowing you're going to get a venereal disease in the next two months. Like you don't know when or how, but it's coming. Like you just want to maybe chop off your genitals and just not get it. Mark my words right now. Trump will not win <laughs> and the Brits will not exit the European Union. Oh, mm. word marking. Nice. That's, uh, well, I, like, I feel like the Donald Trump, uh, is that's a pretty easy 
like that's a that that's a pretty safe prediction. I would tend to agree with you. The Brexit one, I'm I'm more curious about. I'm like I don't know. I don't. I actually don't know how I'd call that one. But uh, you know, well, I I made a call. You've, you've called it. You've decided. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you do you know what else makes calls? The random topic generator. It makes the call on the random topic of the show. Are you guys ready to? Well, that was lame. That was lame. <laughs> that was lame. Was... What did Andrew just... think? What did Andrew think? Lame. Of that? <laughs> Andrew, think speaking of random too. things, just before we get in, in, into it, there, there's it's like festival season here in Ottawa. Yeah. <clears throat> and the other day, I was actually at the Busker Fest just today, and incidentally, I was trying to decide if buskers annoyed me or not. I couldn't. I couldn't decide. <laughs> I'm like, they're providing entertainment. You give them okay. money, but half the time you're like, I wish. I wish I hadn't let, watched let, this. Okay, show. let's do a mini good GBB right now, Busker, because <laughs> buskers do a whole lot of anti- build up and anticipation for like 30 minutes to do one stupid little thing. Oh my and god! And they, they want everyone so- to toss like all their money in the middle in their hat. They are annoying. I don't They're need to think about it. I, I, think I, I like street bullshit. performers, but busking, the B word on the street performer side of things, yes, it legitimizes a, a, um, an entertainment activity in this impromptu kind of awesome way, but get on with it already. Like, it's like, it's not, it shouldn't take the length of an episode of Game of Thrones just to see you swallow fire. Yeah, like, the guy I saw today was riding a unicycle, and then he juggled knives. They're always ri- ri- riding unicycles. Yeah, and and that sounds cool. Yeah, he's riding a unicycle, he's juggling knives. Cool. It took him so long, and he juggled the knives on the uni- unicycle for like 15 seconds. Now, I can't juggle knives, so I was impressed. But it was like 15 seconds. He built it up for so long. I kept saying, when's he going to juggle the goddamn knives? <laughs> and, I was just like, and he's like going on about money. And anyways, I was like, whatever. Busking is bullshit because, okay. because like they could be begging. Like a beggar, that's worse than busking. They're at least like when a beggar's like, "Hey, just give me money for sitting here. Just give me money. I need money. Just give it to me." But a busker is like, "I have something to show you. I I will entertain you and then give me money." So it's like a little more elaborate begging. But because of all the bullshittery around it, like you described, I would also say bullshit. Yeah, and also they like other performers. They're just not booking venues, you know. They're not paying establishments. They're just like, I'll just go on the street because I'm too cheap to book a place or don't have the money. Or join the busker festival that only lame hipsters go to. <laughs> In any case, it's uh, all I wanted to say was about randomness. Like, so there's so much going on right now. There's also a rib fest going on. I went to the other day, and at the rib fest, right across the street, there's this park that's like Pokemon Central in Ottawa. Oh, cool! So I got ribs at the rib fest, and across the street, and there is like. I not 500 people playing Pokemon Go. Clearly, you know, there's just there's just massive amounts of people in this park. And I'm like, huh. And then on the other side of the park, there was like I don't know four or five different bagpipe bands practicing. And so I was like, this this scene is totally random to me. I'm like, because looking around, you see this big like lineup of ribs, place for people getting their ribs. Tons of Pokemon players, and then just bagpipes blaring. And I was like, yeah, it's it's random times in Ottawa, but it was uh, it was fun. You can do all three. You can play Pokemon Go while eating your ribs and listening to bagpipes. Uh, uh, yeah, the bagpipes. That's a terrible instrument. Speaking of terrible instruments. <laughs> yeah, with the sound almost as pleasing as bagpipes, the random topic generator. Now, there's a good intro. Uh, was that, that one meets your approval? All right, well, you go ahead and get it started. You're the, you're the topic generator, man. Yeah,
Um, the topic today is nudism. Nudism. Sweet. It's uh, it's a Blanche topic. <laughs> Listeners not going to know what I'm talking about. I just Blanche. realized. It's a Golden Girls reference. Yes. Listeners. Apparently I'm the Blanche slash Betty. But we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll tell Often, you about that another time. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. It's pretty obvious, I think. I'm the Dorothy. Um, just before moving on, I must say I'm relieved about this topic because uh, I'm very tired, as Bo mentioned to all you listeners who would have figured it out due to your deep being in tune with me emotionally. Uh, but uh, but I heard this topic and I'm like, man, this is an easy one. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not mm. like uh, structural inequality or something. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh. Oh, yeah. yeah so be like so nudism like i i guess we're talking about um is it just as simple as just being naked or like nudist retreats and you know beaches where people are nude that like i don't really you know nudism well, well is it as soon as you throw an ism onto something isn't that like more of a, a movement type of um you know, it's not just like being naked. It's like nudism is, is I, I I lean towards the whole retreats example that you gave and the nude beaches and all that sort of stuff. Like, like a nudism movement as opposed to just it, being naked. Let, let's call it social nudity. Like you're nude at home. You're maybe nude with your partner, right? Like there's a few people. Maybe. Maybe depending on the state of your depending on the state of your relationship, you might have a relationship where that that they don't want to see you naked and that they're so repressed. I'm just saying there are very few people in our modern lives that you appear naked in front of on any sort of regular or um, casual basis. Let's say, but social nudity, like Croft and I went out to Bridgehead, a local coffee shop yesterday. Social nudity would be if we both showed up without wearing any clothes, because clothes are so prevalent in our culture I, i'm trying I, you know many cultures throughout the world it's making a statement to actually go places or do things allowed or not allowed naked in in our minds like you can't just go to a nudist beast and nudist beast nudist beach and it not mean something well it's, i i don't know about that because i mean i think that there there are specific like there are nudist retreats there are people who I agree with you in that it's like it's a it's a movement. A certain type of people are like, I like being naked. I'm going to go to the nudist beach and there's nudist retreats. Things are all naked. But that's different than being like I think that's a different movement than, say, someone being like, I'm going to go to the local coffee shop naked in breach of the law. Because it is again, what would the law public decency laws or whatever they call them. But basically, if you were walking around the street naked, you would be arrested because um, I, I remember in Ottawa, I think it's an Ottawa bylaw, but I, or it might be Ontario, but there was a, um, I think it was in the nineties it came in. Yeah, you're talking 90s. about the. It was the late nineties because I remember reading it on the Ottawa Sun ran like three covers on it for like the entire week. It was that women could go topless. They could already in Quebec, which is right across the river. And you know, men during the summer, you'd be running around, they'd not be wearing a shirt or whatever, but women would have to, like, they could not be topless. And in the late nineties, we, we passed it to, so that they, they can be. And it's funny because I was, (laughs) I was biking back from work the other day and I passed somebody biking, the other way at one point, like there's tons of bikers. Most of them were in spandex and stuff. 
And then and then there was a, there's this one that just biked by and it had no top. And from a long ways away, I thought, you know, I just assumed it was a guy wearing no top. But of course it was a it was a woman. It wasn't like she was super attractive or anything, but all of a sudden I was like, Holy shit, that woman's not wearing a top and I almost crashed into a Canada goose. True story. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are everywhere. Canada geese, not the the naked women. Topless. Actually, e- there was a couple of women who, uh, like at the end of the nineties, like they were all like, "Oh, we're free, we're gonna win." And, the, and the, for a day, like there there were like reporters perving them because they essentially wanted to run articles about how, like, "Hey, look, women are now not wearing tops." But then the novelty ran out, and everybody went back to wearing tops. Yeah, like when I think about that that moment in time, I do remember seeing a few women going around topless. But it it does not seem to be very prevalent. Like, uh, so though it's it's. But I mean, again, you have you still have to wear pants. Are we really like how oh, this is a topic? You have to wear pants in society, and we're like, no, that's bullshit. Nudism is good. Uh, so I think that's why people have you have these nudist beaches or these specific areas. And I don't know if they like make agreements with local municipalities or whatever. Or if they're pri- like if it's a nudist retreat, my assumption is that it's private property, and you can mm. do you know you can do you can be naked on your private property. Well, so yeah, you see, I'm not yeah. sure about that. See, I was I was actually having this conversation today uh, because like so my mom lives on a river in Wakefield, and there's a bunch of people that do this stand up paddle thing now, and there's like just these giant groups of stand up paddlers that come down also lots of boaters kayakers and canoers on a summer sunday it's like the motor city speedway out there on the water like it's crazy it's not that wide a river either anyway we've cut down kind of all the trees so like you can see very well onto our property and we're kind of like on a little little we it's like a little peninsula almost how it sticks out at that point in the water so it's almost as if we're on display everybody who goes by is like oh hey how's it going and all this very social and all that but i was thinking to myself i'm like what if we were all just walking around naked like and i was like my my bits and twigs and berries were like swinging around and all this like it would it would be right in people's faces they would be right going by and i was like Am I allowed to do this? Because I was thinking about it like if I was sitting on my lawn in the city and where all our houses are close together and I was just sitting on my lawn and I was in full full nudity, I'm like on my private property, I'm sure that that would not be allowed. Like it's just like I'm right in the city. There are tons of kids coming by, walking by. I'm just sitting there in the city. I guarantee there's some sort of law about that. Yeah, I, I'm I think- not – I think that you're right about that because someone else was telling me a story and, and I can't I cannot remember the details, but it was something to the extent of some neighbor was walking by a house and then noticed looking through the window. Oh, it was even worse. It was more like a sexual <laughs> act, but took a picture of the neighbor through their own oh. window in, mm. through the, and then t- kind of turned them into the police saying this was like public indecency, even though they were in their own house. And this person went up and took a picture <laughs> through their window to get them and shit. So yeah, I don't think you can stand in like your open bay Wait, window. So, so they got naked. shit for it. What they they they, they got charged with something? Yeah, I think like the police came because it was like they were. Well, they the came, people, but they, they, they were exposing them. the neighborhood to this stuff, you know. And this was evidence of it was this picture, and I'm like, that does seem insane. And from again the story, this is like secondhand or whatever or thirdhand because I think it was a media thing. Uh, the, 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 the drapes were almost closed, just open enough so that this person could look through them. And you're like, what is – isn't that person breaking a crap? But regardless yeah, – I guess. Thing- but then again, I have a big 
window that looks out onto the street. Like we could have sex, my wife and I, in such a way that it would be like extremely visible to the people on the street. Bo's and- laughing a lot. He's like, I've spent a lot no. of nights in those bushes. I know. I know. It's not why I'm laughing. I'm laughing I'm- because Jesse might be in the room and she can't hear what we're saying. Well, is, so all of a sudden, right now, she's all laughing. of a sudden Crofton is talking about them having sex in front of windows on the show. <laughs> she's, she's laughing right now. She's like, what are they talking about? The police but- would come in. But yeah, no. See, I would be in my in my my own place of residence, but like I would be putting on a display because of where the window is situated. And I think that's why you see in these nudist colonies and all this, there's like signs often quite far out. Like you'll see a fence being like, you know, warning you are now entering a you know nudist zone or whatever. Um, and, and everything is kind of like separated. Uh, and so it's yes, it's private property, but it's it's also I think like well documented in that, so people know. Okay, I'm gonna see some shit if I go in this area. So okay. I but mean, we're right talking off, about sex, like, and that's no, no, maybe different than nudism. No, but even being naked in the window, it's the same kind of context. I, I guess the point we're just uh, uh, outlining here is there are a lot of laws around being naked in, yeah. in in public and you you so as you say Bo, it's very true that it's social nudism is you know being naked socially and though a lot some of it's not illegal a lot, some of it is there's this weird it's like society has a problem with nakedness is kind of what it comes down to a lot of it's enshrined in, in law and i you know what's your take on that is that it's religious it's, it's well a lot of these a lot of our nations have a history of of religious repression like a lot like from the through line from the dark ages to the victorian era to you know early americana with with the uh, pilgrim people like i don't know i'm just i'm pulling from a whole lot of different places to point out yes, i that, think most of those people wore clothes generally well they wore clothes but also and it, like there is a repression of sexuality of nakedness and they're all intertwined i'm gonna butcher it i know i've I've been told it's educated on it somewhere and then uneducated myself by playing lots of video games or something like that. But um, the point being that, like, we have, like, why would we wear clothes? Like, what is the point apart from being warm? What is the point? Maybe if you have a nasty body, not to subject other people to it because it is making you uncomfortable to look at. Maybe. But I think we get those body image notions from the indoctrination we've had ever since we were kids about what we need to see like the fact is you were born into a world where wearing clothes was all is all you did this is all you and i and crofton and everyone listening out there knows you don't know like the reason why that someone gets naked is like like crofton said oh they'd have to look it's because it's unusual because it's weird it's fascinating and it's provocative and but you know i could easily imagine if nobody wore clothes and be like well it's another schlong or it's another hoo-ha like i've seen them all like whatever like we could easily get there like we make we made it a thing the natural world didn't make it a thing we made it a thing and we we were raised into it and it's what we know i mean it's it's kind of true because um little kids do not care that they're uh, that they're naked, um, and obviously little little kids really don't care that they're naked. But even up to like five, you know, f- I don't know what age kids develop what you call shame. You know, where it's like mm. the parents are like, put some pants on, and there's like a six year old kid walking around buck naked. They do not care. So I mean, I agree that it's it's a learned uh, it's learned behavior, and it's a uh, socially taught to us. 
Uh, I was actually, you just remind me, of, my wife and I were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, uh, how kids don't mind being naked, but we all do. And I, and I kind of, I'm sort of thankful, like my take on this, like I don't want to be naked really all the time. I don't, um, I don't mind being naked in my home and, uh, you know, around my wife and whatever. But like generally, I feel more comfortable with clothes on. And when I think specifically about, say, I have had the experience of being an adolescent male. And that experience involves a lot of erections, as I'm sure you guys know. <laughs> there can't be a reason to not wear clothes as erections. Yes, it can. No. Uh, uh, or to, to, or to... I, as I've disclosed on this show before, in tribute <laughs> to my father, my father talked me into wearing <laughs> jeans because I was wearing jogging pants co- going out of elementary school, Making mostly all over the place. to hide my boners. Oh, so, geez. I mean, like, it is... Well, a... well think of... So, now, imagine you're an adolescent male, like, and you're... you're, you're, you're testosterone your hormones are going crazy and then you go to like school and like if this was just mass you know nudism was just like societal and all these like girls who are developing are naked it'd be like insane yeah, like, your I teacher think- would be like you, you you have a boner and you'd be like what's that as a kid you'd be like just go to the bathroom rub one out and get back to class oh god like but like and i'm very why does why does masturbate masturbation is a topic that people don't want to talk about that is repressed and there's a long history of it not being included in in things we teach our kids you know but is, that's the exact point is like we have boners we should wear clothes it's but, like we could just know what it is and live like we don't yeah, need clothes I, I, what kind of solution like, is just, that just jumping in here um <laughs> like the the reason that you would be you know sexually attract you're sexually attracted often to to unclothed people is because you're used to seeing them clothed. so we've added a certain cachet to that as well agreed agreed however however like when i think of clothes like Yes, I see these photos in National Geographic of the African villages of everybody, you know, a lot of people being naked and all this sort of stuff, not having shoes perhaps and all this. But like my my kid is is less than two. She already wants to wear shoes. She doesn't want to walk outside and not wear shoes. She wants to wear shoes because it hurts her feet not to wear shoes. Makes sense. Uh, I like wearing shoes too. When Bo used his bridgehead analogy – and said, like, if I walked over to Bridgehead, to, to, uh, which is a coffee shop, incidentally, Americans, um, or to talk to, to talk to Bo, it's like four or five blocks away. It's not so far away. But if I was naked walking there, uh, first off, let, let's say I wore shoes. Let's cop out the shoe thing and say I was wearing shoes. So all I have to worry about in that point is, is the sun, which is, which is something that definitely is concerning. Like today, I didn't wear a shirt most of the day outside and I'm paying for it now. And yes, you can wear sunscreen and all this, but like you're compensating for the fact there's an obvious solution, which is wearing clothes. And the other thing is just walking. I'm not like a huge guy, but just walking like four or five blocks, like with my my twig and berries swinging around and all that sort of stuff, I guarantee you it would be... Uncomfortable. Like I would start getting chafing. I would start whatever. Like it would just make more sense for me to be wearing boxers and and shorts. Like it's just it's more practical. So you add in these layers of practicality for each piece of clothing, and then everybody's wearing clothing all the time. And then it, then that snowballs into people yeah. being like, oh, when I'm not wearing clothing, I'm indecent. And then you know it's all it's all lumped together but i mean it's not just a social thing that we wear clothes we wear clothes for practical yeah. reasons yeah and, and but i would say that and i agree with you like i i think 
shoes are great not they they can have fashion implications but like for the most part they're necessary like they're way better than not wearing shoes like shoes are a clear upgrade on the comfort of your feet in harsh environments and for safety but um the rest of it and sunglasses to keep the sun out of your eyes but you could wear sunscreen you don't need but like in the winter in canada you gotta wear clothes like you would fucking freeze and then in the summer in canada if you don't wear clothes honestly if you walk around at the same amount of time that you're outside normally with nothing you would your increased risk of skin cancer would be through the roof like in australia they have crazy high skin cancer and a lot of that has to do with topless men and such so Hmm. or women so I, I just think clothes are practical. They serve a purpose. And so then you get these these people who are who are nudists and um, who just want the freedom to be naked. And where do they choose to do that? They choose to do it at the beach. Why not? Because the beach is the one place that makes the most sense to be naked. Like if anything, you know, in North America, we kind of make fun a little bit of um, the, the speedos that they wear in Europe, like we'll all be wearing, you know, as men more like longer shorts and stuff like board, board shorts or that sort of thing. I know I'm much more comfortable wearing, wearing those than like if I put on a speedo, but practically speedos make much more sense for kind of what you're doing. You're wearing these big, heavy shorts really makes no sense, but it's like a social a social thing that we do now. Uh, and then we, we, we sort of look at the Speedos as being like, oh, um, that's that's really like that makes me uncomfortable. Why does it make you uncomfortable? You know, it makes you uncomfortable because uh, it's not flattering generally visually to you if you don't have a great body or whatever. It's uh, So these are, these are all slippery slopes to, towards nudism where you go to a beach or, or what have you and uh, and and like – Honestly, most people would admit it feels swimming feels pretty nice naked. Like like I, you swim naked, you're like, oh, this is nice. It, it does. But sure. but if, but if you're and then if you're walking around, you sit down, you dry off a little bit. Like at beach, it makes sense to be naked. There are places it makes well, sense. Well, no, to be but naked. have you ever seen the naked cyclists? Like all the time, like the, the biking clubs that go around cycling naked. I don't think that makes sense. Well, yeah, because it's they're making a statement, but the point is that yeah, you, it's a we, statement. I agree. I agree with you that at the beach it makes sense to be nude. It's amenable to the nude philosophy. But you know, you and I could have gone to the coffee shop. I would argue it would be more comfortable to be nude. See, no. I, I I totally disagree. And and like so, okay. There's a couple things here. Like so, people being naked, like the naked naked cyclists. That's a that is a political statement. Oftentimes, you'll see women go topless for particular type of activism. Um, those are the, those. Are, that's different than nudism. You know, like w- what we're talking about. And, and I would agree. So the you know, and it tends to go into two places: the nude beach and the nudist colony, uh, which you hear of often. <laughs> the nude beach makes sense. Like as Croft was saying, you know, most people, you're, you're, you're 90% naked anyways. It's kind of like, eh. I feel like I'm, the concept of nudity uh, at a beach, I'm like, you know what? We're already almost there. No big deal. Uh, to go the whole way, a nude beach doesn't really bug me. Uh, but the nudist colony is one where my understanding is that you're just, you're nude all the time. You do. You go to social activities nude. You do think you're just you're just nude. You go to dinner nude, and you 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 said you think you'd be more comfortable. I could not imagine being more uncomfortable. And it's not about like shame and my body. It's about like like for example, if it's really hot in my house, and my house does not have air conditioning. 
sometimes if I've been out, I'll take my shirt off when I get home because I'm just like hot. It's hot inside. And then I'll, I'll go and sit down on the couch. And I've had two different couches here. One of them was like a leather couch. It feels disgusting to put your sweaty back on a leather couch and then you get up after and it's like that rippy, rippy yeah, noise of your, like sweaty your, back coming off your, a couch. That's disgusting. sweat is all whereas over if, the couch. Whereas if I had a, a cotton <laughs> shirt on, it would be no big deal because I'm you know, it would be a light amount of sweat. Now I have a different couch, and it's made of some kind of, I don't know, woolen material. And I've sat down on that with the shirt on before, and it's just, like, kind of picky compared to whatever shirt I choose to wear. Same with, like, a bench. Like, you go out and, you know, you're walking around. So you're going for a naked hike. You sit down on a rock, and now there's, like, sand and crud that's stuck to your skin. It's kind of gross. Or sit down on a wooden bench. You might get a sliver in your ass or something. Like, there's all kinds of practicalities. Or, like, a cold metal bench. You sit down naked. Like, there's so many practicalities of being naked that is, that is just uncomfortable. So for you to say you'd feel more comfortable, I don't think you're thinking about the practicalities of moving around our society being naked. It would mostly be uncomfortable, I, don't I think. Know. I the feel like that, is- those opinions are heavily biased because you've been living with it for a long time. No, because record, I can imagine those, what it's like to be naked. Those bridge hedge chairs were like small metal chairs. <laughs> like with they're totally metal. Like it would be really uncomfortable. We might have yeah, pinched our nuts in ones. some of it. That could, but I feel like if nudism was more of a thing, then we'd build our couches and our coffee shop chairs and our lives to fit the fact that we don't wear clothes. Look, I, I read this article on CBC not too long ago. CBC plug, take a shot for the GBB drinking gamers. Um, and it was about this nudist colony in BC. And um, it, it, it made me sad in a way because it was essentially bemoaning the fact that they were l- lacking in new atten- like attendees or members. So they... they they were getting older and that was like generally a bunch of older people. And and I think that the, the nudism, naturalism movement is is in a way I, – I don't want to say like associated with like the 60s and hippies and all that sort of stuff. But I do think it's more prevalent there and it makes me sad to think like Bo's, Bo's is saying like it would be great it, or not, not necessarily but it – It'd be um, it's annoying how that we're socially repressed and and this and I, it does kind of make me sad in a way like these so these old old hippies are kind of being interviewed by CBC and they're like yeah we're just uh, you know there's nothing like sexual here we just do our we do chores and we sit down on these Adirondack chairs and look at the mountains and whatever like they 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 seem to be they seem to be just like living in a quiet sort of community. And uh, and yeah, there's I there's they're not getting new people, and that it kind of makes me sad, and it does make me. I am impressed with their level of comfort uh, confidence because I I will admit, you know, like I'm not like somebody who is super self conscious about my body, but like make me be a nudist for a day. Of course, like if you're the only one doing anything, then of course it's going to be like all eyes are on you. But even if you threw me in a situation where everybody is naked. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would be uncomfortable. And I know that there's been this uh, – there was this office in San Francisco, I think, that did this thing, this test recently where they made it a nude office uh, for a month or two months. And then every by the time it was over, nobody wanted to go back to a clothed office. They were super uncomfortable at the beginning. And then over time, it was just like it, they were – totally fine with it and they had you know they had the infrastructure in such a way that it was comfortable to be naked in that space but uh 
but yeah, so I can see I can see the benefits. I admire the people that do it, but I, I have no desire personally to partake in in nudism. And I think I think that's important to acknowledge here because like I'm leaning on the yeah, why are you so repressed with the clothes or whatever? I know I would be too shamed to do it now, and and a lot of that probably has to do with how I was raised, and it's like how we get raised or how we feel is how what we impose on the younger generations, and I think that's how these things get carried on. Like it's, I don't think we can make too light of how important, how difficult it is to make these big generational changes in philosophy and attitudes, and and so you know. Because when I'm always like, man, nudism is great, but then I'm like, I feel like a hypocrite because I'm like, I don't want to be nude either. I'm too in, entrenched in in clothing. Um, but I just I see some of the the stupidity of it. I think and and even I just feel like it shapes our world a lot, and I question it. I think that's I, where I'm coming from. I just don't understand. Like, and this is like for all you nudists out there listening to the show one thing i i don't understand is how that it becomes such an integral part of like your identity and desire that like you're des- joining these nudist colonies and all this like i could understand like and being naked and being naked at, at home and stuff and and whatever maybe having naked parties with my nudist friends and stuff every once in a while but like it feels like it's such a, a self-identifying aspect of the of that people associate like nudism with like kind of a, a lifestyle. Oh, I'm a nudist or whatever. I just maybe I'm blowing it out of proportions, but it it does seem like something that 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 like if if I made my entire life around podcasting and I was talking about podcasting all the time and podcast this and podcast that, like I can almost understand that. I don't do that, even though I'm an amazing podcaster and everyone loves me. <laughs> um, I don't do that because. Uh, you know, I have other interests. I, I don't just like self-identify as a podcaster. I have lots of aspects of my personality. But nudism just seems like one of those things where people blow into like this big thing, like oh, I'm a nudist or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm 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 misreading, misunderstanding. Uh, but I, but I don't get that. I don't get what's such a big deal about it. Like, why are they making it such a big deal? I don't know. Or why are we making it such a big deal? Or I mean, I I always have this idea that if you're a nudist, it's like you want to you feel bound these shackles of clothing. I want to be free of these restrictions society imposes on me. And 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 to, and to, to those people, I'd say like clothes aren't your problem. Like there, there's there there are other kinds of shackles that you should be spending your time uh, fighting against. If that's the reason that you feel society has imposed this on you, I'd be like. There's so many bigger issues that would make you feel freer than, you know, uh, not being able to walk around buck naked all the time. And and, and I just also think, you know, and, and I'd be curious to know, and this is going way back because clothing is old. Human beings have been wearing clothing for a fucking long time, like predating uh, what you would call civilization. Like people wore clothing before there were towns, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's one of our earliest forms of technology. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. And, and you just wonder like how ingrained is it in us to want to wear clothing? You know, because you'll find, you'll find clothing, you know, from the Paleolithic area, people like wore furs or whatever. And I mean, I think it probably started as a technology to allow you to go into climates, which otherwise might be, you know, 
you couldn't live in them, right? It's not hot anymore, and we don't have any fur. So, you know, you wear an animal skin, and you go there. But at this point, like, it's tens of thousands of years. Like, we've evolved to want to wear clothes, I think, at this point. I think it's – I want to wear clothes. I like wearing clothes. It feels good to wear clothes. I like being naked sometimes. And then I also feel like the novelty of being naked is exciting because you wear clothes all the time. And I feel like wh- when I'm when I'm naked at home or, you know, it, it's it's like it does feel freeing, but I feel like if I was naked all the time, sitting on the bus, going to work, doing all this shit naked, it, then you'd be home and you'd be like, well, I'm still naked. What would you do at home? Put on clothes because it's a weird novelty? Like, oh, I just want to feel, <laughs> you know, where it's, it's nice to come home from your day and be like, you know what? I'm taking off my clothes. I'm at home. I'm in my private place. So I feel like nudism, is, if anything, it, I, I can kind of understand what they're trying to get at with the releasing the kind of um, uh, how it's kind of constraining you in some way. But I also feel like it's it's getting rid of the novelty of of, of being naked, which is sort of nice, I think. Um, I like being naked, just not all the time. So anyways, okay, I'm getting towards verdicts. Yeah, uh, I think it's time to cast verdicts here too. I think we've all had a lot of good things to say, and I think we're I think uh, we're good. If, unless anyone else has something they want to say before we go. All right, then sheep it is. Bring on the sheep. These animals aren't naked. they got built-in fur. Order, I say. It's not clothes, right? Like my fur, like on me, is not considered clothes. And just imagine a judge was naked. How little respect you'd have for them sending <laughs> on a verdict, standing there with their jiggling bellies. Well, and... what, what other naked people would you not have respect for? That's like where if... they wear all those wigs and robes. You know, they want to super cover like, themselves like up. Police officers would be super hard to take seriously. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're under arrest. <laughs> like, yeah, what? all completely <laughs> naked, just like a belt with a gun on it. <laughs> Compensating for something, officer? No, no, seriously, that was a comment. I can see that you are. I can see it. I can tell. All right. Um, who wants to take first uh, stab? I will. I'll do. I'll go. I will lead the charge into the colony of nudists, uh, and then say, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wrong beach. It was the actual other beach. I didn't see the sign. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep my clothes on. I'm sorry." Um, so, yeah. Uh, with regards to nudism in, in general, like I find it really hard to think of something that is particularly uh, negative about it. It's not like it's some sort of insidious movement that's trying to uh, convert all us clothes wearing denizens into nudists and, and run around naked. Like, I mean, it's it. I I think that it's great that people that do it are 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 comfortable with their bodies and themselves. Uh, and uh, you know, I I I wouldn't want everybody to be naked all over the place. I don't want to be naked all over the place. I I recognize the benefit uh, of clothes, um, but I don't begrudge nudism or naturalism. And for that reason, I'm gonna say that it is good. Hmm. All right, I can take the next crack at it, and we'll let Mike go last. Crofton's taking off his clothes in Sinelli right now. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I look over at his camera and his shirt's open. You, uh, you missed me taking it off. That I, was the best part. I did. You'll, I was, have to rewind, you'll have to rewind the video was, and watch it over and over later. Both. Well, I had to let our audio listeners know you were doing that because you didn't tell them. 
All right. Um, added oomph for the video crowd. And and I was looking elsewhere. I was listening to you, but I was looking elsewhere, and I saw. I just saw your your clothes were off. It was very surprising. Maybe that's a case for not nudism. So I'm giving my verdict. Hi. Oh, and he's taken off his shirt even more. Um, <laughs> basically, I question the fact that we need clothes. I like clothes for the utility. Mike's taking off his shirt as well. I'm not. <laughs> Right. Uh, this this is reinforcing my. Oh my god! Everyone has their shirt on. What the? Okay, come on, Bo. Join right. the club. We're new to Bo, you, I am not lose your train of thought when you're doing your verdict. Look, Get and focused. here, like I already said, I'm not. I'm part of the indoctrinated group. I don't have a desire to have my shirt off. Like clearly, you two have, and you've been. You have an active repression because all it took was this podcast to get you to to release some of that repression and take your shirts off. Um, but um, you know, I do have some, I'm a, I'm a bit overweight. I do have some shame. I don't take my clothes off with as much zeal as you do, and I feel like that comes from somewhere. That idea that it matters actually that we have to wear clothes. So so um, I question it. I think. I don't know that there's a lot of deep thought going on in the nudist movement, but maybe it's simplicity itself is the reason itself. I think nudism is good. And, and we just need to, we need to work out these repressions that we've been building up over uh, centuries. Uh, I think there's something there that needs to be explored. Come on, Bo. We're exploring right now. Take your shirt off. <laughs> I'm not taking my shirt off, dude. Well, it's funny how you just spent all this time talking about this repression and you say nudism is yes. good, but you cannot let yourself be nude. That's right. I talked about the reasons why. I didn't say sure he did. I'm not an I, advocate for nudism. I uh, just think it's good. I'll have to listen to his reasons later. I was just enjoying the sweet feeling of wind on my <laughs> naked it's skin. Green. It's funny, right now the chair I'm leaning against has this kind of like picky quality to it. I'm like, ah, oh, being naked is annoying. Um, so, yeah, it, it's kind of, I really do think it's an innocuous thing. I mean, we talked a little bit at the start about how, you know, all the laws, and I do think that is a bit weird to some extent. There's so many laws prohibiting nakedness in public, and that's a bit weird, but that, you know, that sort of is just how it is. I don't know the reasons for it. But the nudist move, movement, it's kind of innocuous, right? If people want to go to a nudist colony and be naked, um, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with the nude beach. I would consider going to a nude beach maybe, though, like everyone, I don't feel that confident about being naked hmm. in public, especially, you know, with the temperature of the water. Everyone's seen the Seinfeld episode. It shrinks, right? Shrinking. It's a thing. The insecurity, you know? It's, it's like... So you know, I'd feel that too, being a in a at a beach at a beach naked. <clears throat> but really, like I really feel like clothes serve a useful purpose and one that a lot of people like, and it leaves a little bit to the imagination. You know, it's it's kind of nice. So I, I I do think that nudism as a thing is kind of bullshit. That's where I'm going to land. <laughs> yeah, like, right. it's it's definitely not bad. But like, is it so? Is it is it? Is it a good thing that there are nudist colonies? I mean, I don't know. It's not bad. Again, it's just like it's just a thing that's bullshit, you know. And I choose. Cofton always says the bullshit slants a bit negative, but I don't necessarily feel like that. I feel like it's just a non thing, you know. It's like go to nudist colony, have fun, whatever. You're not hurting anyone. I don't got a problem with that. But also, like you know, when it's January and you're out naked on the, bu- uh, you know, waiting for the bus to arrive, you're gonna want some damn clothes and be happy to have them too. So <laughs> nudism's kind of it's kind of bullshit in the real world. 
All right. Well, we want your opinions, folks, on what you think about nudism and what you think about uh, Mike and Crofton's sweet bodies. And that, I guess that suntan did hit you pretty hard in your chest there, Crofton. I see it now. Um, all right. You can send us an email uh, to, or to tell us uh, what you think about nudism at goodbadbull. No. Goodbadbull at gmail.com. Wow, we're professionals here. Um, send us an email there with your voice message or with your thoughts, and we'll read them on the show and respond to them. We love getting mail. Um, if you want to subscribe to the show, find out more about the show, go to goodbadbull.com. There you'll find links to subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, but we recommend you leave Stitcher. Um, or any other RSS feeder, because um, that's there too. Uh, follow us on social media, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash goodbadbull, uh, and youtube.com slash goodbadbullshow, twitter.com at goodbadbull on the Twitters. And finally, we have a patron, and we have Patreons. Um, and Or, wait, I said that wrong. We're on Patreon, and we have patrons. I'm really bungling up this outro, you guys. Thank you, patrons. It's Yeah. So I want to say thank you very much to our patrons for supporting the show. Without you, we'd still do this, but we do it that much better because you're supporting us. And I have that, also a suggestion for patrons. Suge- you should suggest to Bo that if he doesn't do at least one show naked, that you withdraw your support. <laughs> Come on, people. We can get him out of his clothes Dude, on the good, better th- There bullshit. would be so much hair in the camera right it's now. It's also like, an audio guys, show. I That's can't... the thing. The beauty of this, we could be naked every single episode and no one would know the difference. I mean, the YouTube. Who's really watching the YouTube? Well, not a very lot many more people. for this episode. Not I'll very many what. people watch YouTube, <laughs> but there are a few people who post occasionally like, and they're like, oh, sweet video, and they're really stoked yep. about it. But even that, it's like, if you really want to see, enjoy some naked shoulders exposed this episode, watch the video. Oh, you don't have really, to point you know, the camera at your face. You can point it at your Johnson and do the show that way. Oh, and then, you know, go meh, 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 as if it's talking. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, you can follow me at Bo Schwartz for brilliant uh, thoughts like that that I'll tweet out about. Uh, Crofton, if our listeners want to find out more about what you're up to, where can they find you? They can find me emotionally exposing myself on Twitter at Crofton Steers. Ooh, clever. And uh, Michael, if our listeners want to find out more about what you're up to, where can they find you? Um, uh, at ML Hodgins, you can find me burying myself, all of it. Not, not physically. <laughs> His soul. Yeah. Soul. More the soul portion. And and while we're at it, just before we move on to the outro segment, I do want to pimp a few things I was on this week. Uh, it's a segment? Well, segment, whatever. <laughs> this portion of the show. Uh, Gamers In, I was on the most recent episode of that, so check that out. As well as the duo Q&A that uh, Kyle Ferguson does, twitch.tv, or sorry, youtube.com slash Kyle Ferguson, two S's. Um, yeah, and don't forget to check out exclamation mark that I do with Crofton. If you want more of this with shirts on about video games, you can find it there. I have a question, Bo. Yeah. Did you do any of those guests naked? No. Well, see, huh. at, le- at least he's consistent. <laughs> if he had if he had guest-ented naked, okay, but then, look. like, worn clothes you for guys, us, I would have felt slighted. Yeah, screw you guys. You guys are getting it. <laughs> oh, he's oh, doing it. Oh, there you go. There, now I'm naked, too. Good. Fine. See, look, I'm not nearly as take off mine here. You're a good-looking man. Look at this. Yeah, right. 
We're, 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 we're unrestrained oh by the bounds. Now, see, now you can see my farmer's tan. Like, see how red my skin is here? And then how pasty white I am for the neck. I'm kind of a farmer's tan here. See, see this is what boosters, I... You're missing out right now. This is what I... And you can see my hair. Like, you guys have hair too. You can't see it, but you can literally see all the hair, even on this crappy camera. It's so annoying. I don't have Let's, much hair. I, I just... I'm <sighs> envious that you can grow hair. Because I am so limited in what I can Anyways, grow. Anyways, there you go. I took off my shirt. I caved into the peer pressure. Good for you, Bo. And uh, now, uh, you know, no you. people are not going to want me on their shows ever again. No, Those no, they'll want you more. You'll be in demand. <laughs> if, if anything, they're like, they're like you know, you know Bo. You. Like, we want Tom, but maybe Bo's good too. Well, which one takes off their shirt? Well, Bo, Bo's quick to take off his shirt. That's the man we want. Well, you this. required a little bit of broad. <laughs> you required some lubrication. <laughs> Ew. All right, on that note. <laughs> audio listener and you've never tried the video version of the show which is available on youtube <laughs> now is as good a week as any to try it i recommend i like the idea that us taking off our clothes would our numbers if they could go down, would go down. <laughs> <laughs> if it was possible no. to sink any lower are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.